News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The proposed sale of alcohol bill could come at an enormous cost to Irish society. It's the stark warning uh, from an international expert in a new report published today. Uh, Paula Leonard, a CEO of the Alcohol uh, Forum. Uh, why are you concerned about the knock-on effect of uh, a nighttime economy and, and all that that would mean? Yeah, look, we're not concerned about the development of an item economy. What we are concerned about is the provisions in the sale of alcohol bill that sort of disproportionately focus the um, nighttime economy on the sale of alcohol um, and extending the hours at which alcohol can be sold, uh, saturating the market in terms of alcohol availability um, and the knock-on harms that that will have on you know, health systems in Ireland and policing systems in Ireland and all of those things that, you know, are already under pressure right now in Ireland. Um, so we've been concerned about this since the Heads of Bill was published last October. But this morning, you know, we have global expert Professor Tom Baber, who is, you know, chief advisor to the World Health Organization on alcohol policy, um, has done a cost and a benefit analysis. Um, because we felt that to date our advocacy has sort of been falling on deaf ears with the Department of Justice, unfortunately. Um, and this morning, Tom has published that cost and benefit report. And that concludes by saying that the cost to Irish society will have far outweigh the benefits to Irish society if this is the direction that we're going to take the development. Tell, of tell us why. Uh, you're, you're, I presume you're, you're referring to the damaging effect of alcohol, the, the, the health costs of that, the, uh, the costs of policing and so on. Is that, is that where the analysis is, is kind of geared? Absolutely. Look, you know, um, I suppose alcohol consumption has somewhat plateaued in Ireland over the last number of years. But the, the stark reality is that by the time we go to bed this evening, three more people in this country will have lost their lives as a result of alcohol harm. So, you know, we still have a high level of harm. We still have a high level of consumption. We're well provided for in terms of the number of places that you can buy alcohol in this country. You can buy it in any supermarket, in any garage. You know, we have proposals in this that they'll remove the extinguishment requirement, which has been a cornerstone of alcohol licensing in this country since the foundation of the state. And that's been a sort of a one-in-one-out system. So they're going to remove that um, is the proposal, but they're going to extend trading hours so late bars can open till half two, um, nightclubs can serve alcohol till 5am with drinking up time till 6am. Um, you know, so we'll have an increase in the number in the types of venues okay. that sell alcohol now, and the hours that alcohol is sold. You, you raise some really interesting points. I, I suppose there will be people listening today who'd say, you have to treat people like adults. And if people want to have a drink in a nightclub at three in the morning, that's kind of a personal choice. Yeah, look, I think there is there's a, an analysis that is very much driven by the alcohol industry that focuses on personal choice. Personal choice is not something that we have any interest in regulating whatsoever. But what we are interested in regulating is the specific conditions under when alcohol can be sold, who it can be sold to, and on what conditions it can be sold. So the government, for example, had an opportunity to regulate what is, you know, growing at light speed across the globe and particularly accelerated since COVID of drink deliveries. They haven't, you know, provided for that adequately in this legislation. Um, whether that's an oversight or something more purposeful, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, their thinking was by not taking that opportunity. 
Um, we know that in other countries, you know, Tom's analysis that will be launched this morning, in other countries where they have focused specifically on extending the hours and on pushing this nighttime economy um, that's really fueled by alcohol, um, in Manchester, he has examples, in Canberra, in Australia, in Queensland, in Australia, where those experiments went horribly wrong. Yeah, interesting. Um, it's interesting you mention Australia and you mention the UK, because they would be two countries, I would say, that culturally, when it comes to drinking, are quite similar to us. And yeah. yet, when you go to a sort of a European city, you know, you can have a glass of wine at four in the morning in places. You don't generally people see people stumbling drunk around the streets of you know, Valencia or or Rome or whatever. Is it not more our culture that we need to change rather than prohibition? Yeah, look, I suppose that's a, that's a discussion that we could have that could run on for the rest of your show. But the reality is, is that your licensing regime also drives, you know, what becomes considered culture because culture is influenced by everything in the mix. Um, you know, for example, and the UK is very like us, what we know is that um, in cities like Manchester, where they did extend and drive the development of the nighttime economy, the violence in that nighttime economy went up. Hospital call-outs went up, ambulance call-outs went up, okay. you know, near-fatal accidents um, as a result of assaults, etc., went up. Okay. So, you know, those are, you're right, those are countries that are really similar to us and culturally have a very similar drinking culture. Most of the alcohol that we consume in this country is in a binge. Um, we're not, you know, we're not moderate drinkers. We don't <laughs> we're not, drink we're not. All necessarily right, frequently, but when we do, we drink too much. All right, really interesting uh, take um, and re- uh, really interesting cost-benefit analysis. Uh, Paula Leonard, CEO of Alcohol Forum, thank you indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know your take. Do you agree with Paula? Do you think we could change our culture? 087-1400-106. WhatsApp is for free. Get involved in the conversation. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.